0: 64 Tacos podcasts presents, Is This Song Good? This is episode 81, Marcy Playground, Rebel artville
1: Welcome to I Caught It On Audio. In today's episode, we are continuing our Is This Song Good? series. Theme this time around is one hit wonders, but not the hit. Dan, you picked the song this time. Um, Why don't you tell us what it is and tell us why you picked it.
2: The artist is Marcy Playground. The song is Rebel Sodville. Their one hit wonder is Sex and Candy and uh that was off their debut album i think it was the the sex and Candy was their third single so they were clearly having trouble uh reaching the audience they were trying to at least the, the record label was um i don't think anybody really knows you know who, who didn't buy the album any of the other marcy playground songs and yeah i don't remember any yeah. of them on the radio and I, and I guess you could argue that it's saturday was a hit off of uh shapeshifter the next album but I that barely made a dent on the radio.
0: I feel like I heard St. Joe on the school bus somewhere. I don't know if it was in a movie or something um, or just the hundreds of times that I listened to that album. But I, I think that that was actually around, but it certainly wasn't as large as the sex and candy song was.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was a single, and it was out before sex and candy. But I, I for me, I, I didn't. The first Marseille Playground song I remember was Sex and Candy. I love that album, uh, the, the debut album. Um, it's one of those ones that I think most people just didn't bother to to pick up. Um, I mean, it was successful, but it didn't really give them a, a long, successful career uh, in, in the aftermath. And then I picked up Shapeshifter uh, later on, because um, I was like, ah, Marseille Playground, I like Marcy Playground the song i i chose um off of this album there i don't know that the album's quite as good as uh as their as their first but what it is is more expansive and sort of more fully produced um and a good example of that is rebel sodville it's a uh it's got you know big rock guitar sound and a uh, real uh genuine guitar solo and you know big epic vocals and uh and stuff and um so um i've always kind of liked the song um it stands out for me as being quite different from sex and candy uh which is uh, why I, I i chose it um i i believe you guys have at least heard this song before um yeah uh zach why don't you uh give us uh, your thoughts
0: yeah so um i'm kind of in the same boat as you uh i really liked the the first the debut self-titled album and um it uh, it struck enough of a chord with me that I went out and bought their their second album Shapeshifter and listened to it quite a few times. And of course, the yodeling on uh, It's Saturday was like a little <laughs> bit, uh, you know. It, it was as an acquired taste, but um, but I actually I really like that song. And and there are definitely some others on this on this album that I like too, like Secret Squirrel is another fun one. Um, but uh, but yeah, Rebel Sodville is. I'm I'm glad you picked it because it wasn't one that really really popped out at me when I um when I listened to that album uh it definitely was familiar but it wasn't like oh you know what's going on here and so given this chance to actually get deeper into it um there there are a lot of things to like. I it, you know in some ways it kind of feels a little bit like a drinking song like an Irish drinking song yeah um, in other ways you, I mean you've got the the lyrics that that evoke kind of a um and d feel or like a middle ages theme with like the courts and the jesters and mm-hmm. um it just it it kind of when I'm as I'm listening to it I'm thinking about you know what's happening at, in in sort of like a uh, knights, you know knights going and fighting on their horses with their swords, that type of uh, scenario, and then of course the the guitar soloing um, is yeah, like you said, like a legitimate guitar solo, which uh, at, at at part it actually has this kind of like Baroque-ish type of you know mm-hmm. like um up and down yeah, up and down the scale type of feel to it, which I really really liked. I also want to call attention to the the choruses, which I think are really cool because they're kind of verses unto themselves. Mm -hmm. And I've always liked that in songs when, when the chorus, the chorus um, changes, like it's not just the exact same thing. When
1: when it's unique to the, uh, to what's going on in the song. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's, it's like, it's, it's part of the story and, and it, it is a chorus, but it's, it does its own thing. It has its own unique words and and slightly different variations on the, on the patterns. Um, I love the mix on it. Like you said, it's, it's produced, uh, the production is great. Uh, the dynamics are great. You know, it's got like, um, of course the the distorted guitar um that really is sort of center stage, but then it's got like the under underbed of of the acoustic guitar in there that kind of gives it a little extra like punch. And uh, I think my favorite part about it is the uh, the breakdown, like where the uh, the toms really get in there and then the mm-hmm. bass has has a little bit more movement like the bass the bass is good in the rest of the song but it's kind of simplistic um, but in that breakdown it kind of does a little bit more in there that, that uh, you you start to feel um, so yeah I, I really enjoy this song a lot it's got some great stuff going on um, it's a fun fun little song that uh, that is is part of a fun album which uh, in in listening to this song I went back and listened to that that album again and, and it gave me five fa- fond memories of the of the late 90s of of enjoying something uh from marcy playground so
1: dave what do you got oh i i love this song um it uh i never spent much time with this album um i I probably listened to it through once or twice uh, but i never purchased it (laughs) But um the marcy playground debut album I've probably if you know if it had been a, a record I'd have worn the grooves all the way through the amount of times I've listened to it and um the first time I listened to this song for this uh recording for this podcast, it made me instantly think of um one more suicide off of the first album oh, probably yeah. because it's uh in three four and it has that uh, marcy mm-hmm. playground sound to it you know the the very traditional Mar- Marcy playgrounds, distinct sound. Um, but then once you actually listen to the lyrics, they're, they're quite different. Um, and like you said, this, this is definitely a, uh, a story that they're telling with the, with the queen and the knights and the, and the jokers. And there's, there's a lot going on. Um, and I, I love this kind of lyrics where you've got, I, I don't know if you know, if I don't know if anyone's listened to last week's episode, but this is a st- stark contrast to what was going on there where you've definitely got a beginning, middle and end. And th- this is, this is the way I like songs to be written. And it was, it was a lot of fun. I, I enjoyed every second of it. Yeah. I, I got, I've got nothing more to, more to add. I mean, I agree with everything you guys already said and it's, it's a good one. It makes me want to spend more time with, uh, with this album. Which clearly I didn't do enough of because I didn't I didn't recognize it from, bef- when, from when I had listened to it previously.
2: Yeah, I I um I do prefer the the debut album, but um because I, I think um I think there's a few songs for me, and well um I'll ask you what you think in a sec, Zach. But I think there's a few songs on Shapeshifters which are kind of misses. Not that they're bad, but there's more sort of a um there's more highs and then sort of not not as high as whereas for me the debut album is like i don't really have anything negative to say about any of the songs um there's sort of more sort of i mean maybe it's partly production but there's like a big um big strong melodies um that jump out a little bit more on this album um what, what do you think zach what's your comparison between the two albums
0: yeah i agree um i think everything on the first album is very memorable and and on this one there are some really great memorable songs on shapeshifter um but there are some extremely forgettable songs and uh and rebel sodville secret squirrel um all the lights went out those are Mm -hmm. extremely memorable ones and then there are ones that i'm just i'm looking at the track list i'm like i can't recall what that song was actually about or you know if there was anything that uh that that popped out at me
2: yeah this is a bit of a companion track in my mind to um, um cloak of elvenkind from the debut yeah in that the, th- the theme is sort of D D related yeah
1: yeah i mean that one's that one's directly D related that one's yeah that one's talking about you know Whereas whether it's
2: is- a symbol or not for for something else is talking you know we we, we always you know, we back when we were in high school, when we played D&D, we would be like, we, if we could find a song that referred to D&D, we'd be like high-fiving each other and doing yep. forensic analysis, you know, <laughs> oh, 16 <laughs> books. That's nine nine uh, levels of wizard spells and seven of pre spells. And, mm-hmm. you know, we were pretty excited about that stuff. And this is more the, like, uh, sketching images from a potential, you know, campaign setting, you know. And right. what I think is cool about it is, it is it the lyrics bring up a bunch of different images and, you know, you've got these characters like jolly roger and dolly dagger which is apparently a reference to a Jimi hendrix song which i don't really know the, the, that Jimi hendrix song but i was i was i was looking around trying to figure out what a sodville is and uh, all i can find is it's like a township in texas or kansas or something i don't know i couldn't figure it out but um it just sketches these images and this sort of gives you a feeling of like a sort of beleaguered court hoping for help and and trying to uh, curry favor from, you know, from, from warriors. And I don't know, just an interesting, it's an interesting sort of uh, images. It it sketches in your brain without really telling a specific story. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just, I just find that that combined with you right, Zach, that sort of Baroque feel, there's a little bit of that in there. It's just a, it's just a, I just, a song I like sitting in and listening to it's It's one of the ones that really jumped out at me when I first listened to the album and it's still one of my favorites on there. Yeah. Well, I think that's, uh, we've kind of covered it. Why don't we, uh, I mean, I think it's pretty obvious, but I'll say that I think this song is good. And if you
1: guys, uh, Zach, why don't you, uh, give yeah. your, your official verdict?
0: I agree. I think this is a good song. Definitely. Yeah,
1: I, I agree too. This one will definitely hit the uh, 64 tacos approved playlist. Um, Right next to
2: Newgrass. No,
1: obviously that one didn't make it.
2: Uh (laughs) Uh, We'll we'll see. We haven't officially voted yet. I mean, we Uh, we, didn't. No, we didn't. There might be a recount. (laughs) Uh, There might be some fraud in this election. Storm storm the
1: capitals, that's right. That's right.
2: Oh boy, too soon. Well, <laughs> why don't we uh, why don't we move on before we get ourselves in trouble? We'll move on to uh, next week's uh, next week's song. Yeah. I believe it's yours, Dave.
1: Yeah, and we're gonna continue this uh, the one-hit wonders theme uh for one more cycle. Um I chose a Cardigan song called My Favorite Game. Um if you like uh, if you want more content like this, uh, you can find everything we've done at 64Tacos.com. And if you really liked it, you can go to buymeacoffee.com slash 64tacos, where you can buy us a taco. Thanks for listening.
0: I caught it on audio. (laughs)